Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Sam Bankman-Fried is guilty. He was also found guilty. See what I did there? Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. This low life with FTX, you know, stealing the uh, stealing the money as he did. The the. It, the, the whole gambit and his weirdo girlfriend, who's a, a little weirdo, I'm just saying, uh, found uh, guilty fraud for stealing at least $10 billion from customers and investors. The trial goes a month, and the jurors said no to the testimony uh, that he never meant to cheat customers bef- uh, before FTX collapsed the guilty verdict was seven times to two counts of wire fraud two counts of wire fraud conspiracy three other conspiracy charges and one count of just being weird um i for one am overjoyed by this the sad part is from a series of pieces of reporting he's not going to get the maximum sentence, which is not until March. I don't know why. I don't know why that that is. It is my, I would only hope that he and everybody associated with him in this fraud case that stole people's money, he took the money to put into other risky investments in companies he owned. I only hope he spends the rest of his life in prison can't do this to people you cannot do this to people it's it is despicable bankman freed's uh testimony was that he never committed fraud plotted to steal from customers didn't realize his companies were at least 10 billion dollars in debt you know sometimes i don't realize that i left my cash in my other pants but it's never $10 billion worth of cash. Because if I had $10 billion worth of cash, my life might be a touch different. Because I love what I do. I love doing it. But even I would recognize, and you would recognize, if I had $10 billion in cash, it's possible, just possible, it would be a touch different. Nor would I forget that I had $10 billion in debt. I may say, oh well, but I wouldn't forget. I may say best of luck collecting, but I wouldn't forget. Rest of his life in jail. That's my hope. My absolute hope. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. 
you're going to take up this afternoon. I guess you're going to have a vote on the Israeli funding bill. Uh, can you tell us about that? It does not look like the Senate majority leader or the Senate minority leader uh, agrees with you at the moment. I have no idea how this is going to play out. Could you just tell us how you see it, please? Well, I'll, I'll tell you this. As a general premise, we have to change the way business is done in Washington, and that is we have to keep an eye always on our own financial stability. We, we want to help Israel. We are going to help Israel. But when I uh, brought forward the supplemental emergency relief uh, package, I wanted to have a pay for, and that is that we decided that the, the large fund that's about $67 billion that's sitting aside to beef up the IRS, I thought in, in the competing priorities, uh, helping Israel in this dire moment is more important than hiring more IRS agents. And so that's how we're going to do it. This is a very important principle that you talk about all the time, Larry, is, is uh, fiscal responsibility. And we've gotten away from that, and we have to get back to it. With $33.6 trillion in federal debt, you know, the Treasury Department this, this week said we're going to have to borrow over $1.5 trillion additionally just to keep the government in operation for the next two quarters. Mm -hmm. This is an unsustainable track. So these are not mutually exclusive pursuits. We can help Israel and ensure that our own house is in order, and that work begins today. That is Speaker Mike Johnson. This legislation passes the House. The White House is already threatening to veto the legislation. Hey, if Joe Biden doesn't want to help Israel, I guess that's on him. I mean, he doesn't uh, actually think that Israel should be able to defend itself. I know he said as much with words, but his actions calling for a humanitarian pause is a call for a ceasefire. And a call for a ceasefire is to support Hamas. Then you add this insanity of a concept that they're going to put together a strategy, a new national strategy to counter Islamophobia. What Islamophobia? Muslim kids aren't being surrounded and attacked on college campuses. No one's screaming for the genocide of Muslims across America. What, is he, what are they even talking about? Well, what they're talking about is, ooh, we got to prove that we can keep our Democratic base. And don't worry about them Jew voters. They'll vote for us anyway. That's what they said. What? what? Well, I, I didn't have it perfectly correct. Yeah, yes, I did. And you know it. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. The legislation in a 226 to 196 vote, 12 Democrats joining in the legislation. Thomas Massey and Marjorie Taylor Greene voting against. For Marjorie Taylor Greene, I don't know the rationale. I know. I know. Space lasers. Settle down. I'm saying I don't actually know what her issue was. With Thomas Massey, uh, I think he's making a, a mistake here. Because I, I recognize Thomas Massey's conversations regarding fiscal responsibility. But in this situation, the $14.3 billion was taken from the IRS. Really? I'm the only one? Thank you. Thank you, Jonathan. You didn't have to do that. Um. They took funding that was going to go to hiring IRS agents to go after everyday people, not billionaires. It's a lie. If you tell me that I need to register every time I uh, get a payment of more than $600, you're not going after billionaires. Every time on PayPal or Venmo, 
I get $601 for some kind of service. The, the, the federal government is in desperate need of that information. You're not going after millionaires and billionaires. Just stop lying. You sound crazy. So that's where the money came from, from the 80-some-odd billion that was given to the IRS. $14.5 billion will now go to this. It was a reappropriation of the money. Why Thomas Massey would be opposed to that is a bit beyond me. What is his argument there? It's not new spending. It's already appropriated spending. You don't have to like the already appropriated spending, but it's already appropriated. What, what's, what's the argument? Uh, Massey is... Massey is standing on a hill that isn't necessary. There are times where it's necessary. I don't, I don't think he's got it in this case, but I, I, I can't seem to shake him off of it. it it's like Tuberville uh, having to do with military holds. I will get to that, the senator from Alabama. Gottheimer of New Jersey, Moskowitz of Florida, Golden of Maine, Wasserman Schultz of Florida, Lois Frankel of Florida all voted for it. Tony, those all seem to be Jewish members of Congress. What gave it away? Um, what? I'm right here, guys. It, it was pretty obvious. And yes, they're Jewish members who have Jewish constituencies, and all politics are local. They get to go back to their district and say, I voted for this, and then uh, leave it up to Schumer to be the bad guy. How is Schumer going to be the bad guy on this? Going to say this is a non-starter? He doesn't get to say it's a non-starter. He's, I mean, he, he said it, but he doesn't get to act upon it. Here's the legislation. Spending originates in the House. Go on. Don't vote for it. Go on, Chuck Schumer, and tell the people of your synagogue and of your state that this wasn't good enough. Go on. Now you say to me, ah, so Tony, you admit that this is playing politics. I would ask the question a little bit differently. First, it's Congress. It's all politics. It doesn't matter how pressing the need is. It doesn't matter how valuable the, situ- the, 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 the need is. It doesn't matter the morality at play. It's Congress. By nature, it is political. Now, you could tell me that that sucks, and you and I could sit on a bar stool and agree with that, but this is just fact. It doesn't matter what you're talking about. It all gets done in this odd, weird, how do I destroy my political enemy way. But I would argue that Mike Johnson did not engage a political enemy way. He just took the money from a different place. That's the objection. The objection is the money is not new spending, it was existing spending. That is an odd objection because that objection in and of itself is political. So the idea that Mike Johnson, the speaker, is the one playing politics, it is the political left that cannot handle the idea that money already appropriated is being used as opposed to new money being appropriated. New money being spent. Why is there always a need to spend new money? Why is there always a need to spend? Like everybody else, you have to work a budget. That argument of working a budget, that argument does work with the vast majority of Americans on both sides of the aisle. If 
you had Congress say, well, we don't, we don't know where we're going to have the money to help Israel, so we're not going to do anything, you'd have a different issue. Because it is clear outside of the college campus, Jew haters, including right here in Indiana, um, yes, oh yeah, we are, we are not immune. Don't tell me I can only look at somebody else's house and not worry about my own. Uh, the, the, the House of Indiana uh, has got issues that do need to be addressed. Not as bad as Columbia, but still. The politics, I think, comes from Schumer, and the politics is coming from Biden. And Biden may claim that he's going to veto this. Let's find out, because I don't know how Schumer doesn't pass this thing through. I'm not sure how he avoids that. And I'm very happy to hear the Israelis, the IDF, explain that a pause is not an option. Going on, I think they were on Newsmax yesterday, there will be no pause. The IDF surrounded Gaza City. They are not going to stop. They are going to be relentless. Hamas has to be destroyed. They are not ending. But Joe Biden called for a pause, which is Joe Biden siding with Hamas. I said it yesterday. I'm saying it today. I'll say it tomorrow. Joe Biden can't look his progressive folk in the eye and tell them that they're wrong and Jew haters. Can't do it. So he called for a pause. That's siding with Hamas. So this new Beatles song... Which is taking everybody by storm. I, I want to say I heard about it over the weekend. It's it's kind of fascinating. Tony Katz, ninety three WIBC. Good morning. They are referring to it, uh, both uh, Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr, as the last original Beatles track. So what they were able to do is the song is called Now and Then. Um. They had an original recording of John Lennon singing this song, but it was done with piano. And so no technology existed to remove the vocal track from the piano track. And there's a lot of of this discussion, or or at least hintings around this discussion. There was a a movie done by Peter Jackson, you know, who did Lord of the Rings, uh, called The Beatles Get Back. This was in 2021. It was a documentary. So utilizing AI, they were able to take this home demo recording of, of, of John Lennon and separate out these tracks. Then from other content they had, they had George Harrison playing guitar on this on this demo on, on, in, in other parts of this song. Or, or, or at least things that would match up. So they took the Lennon's audio, the vocals, and they took the George Harrison guitar and they started marrying together and then Paul McCartney and Ringo went into the studio 
and recorded the bass and the drums and everything else. So by every measure, although a tremendous amount of technology was used, it is an original song by the Beatles. And I don't I don't know if it's already released or it's about No, no, it got released yesterday. It got released yesterday. I haven't heard it yet. We got to find it. Um it's called Now and Then by the Beatles. That got released just yesterday. Utilizing the technology, I think it's very cool. It would have been cooler if they had shown up for Saturday Night Live when Lorne Michaels uh, offered them uh, $3,500 to reunite on SNL. And as the story goes, Paul and John were both in New York and saw it, and they were like, we should go down there. We should go down there and, 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 and do it. We just, just walk in. They didn't. It would have been a sight for sure. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Cigarsindebate.com. If you have not already signed up to join us, myself and Americans for Prosperity, on November 8th for the debate watch party. I, I absolutely have no idea if there are any seats left. You're going to have to go and find out for yourself. Cigarsanddebate.com. The watch party. Uh, you'll get a cigar. You will get a drink. You will have a good time. And you'll learn something. Probably about cigars and drinks because I don't know what we're going to learn from the debate. But we're going to do it. We're going to watch. It's going to be all right. It's going to be a good time. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. That is November 8th. Myself and Americans for Prosperity putting that together. Cigars with a plural with an S. Cigarsanddebate.com. Go get get your ticket now before it is uh, too late. We cannot allow Chinese vehicles to be sold in the United States. That is a weird thing to have to say. But let me say it again. We cannot allow it. China is putting huge money into electric vehicles. Now, the United States has electric vehicles. I don't have any issue with an electric vehicle. I have an issue with government forcing electric vehicles on people. That, of course, is the problem. And it is. It's a tremendous problem. The idea of pushing outrageous cafe standards, the idea of of uh, pushing uh, through ESG, environmental social governance kind of techniques that you can't get funding, you can't get this, you can't get, uh, uh, you know, investment. All wrong, all despicable. Electric vehicles, if there's a market for it, go sell it. China wants in on the EV market. China has been building vehicles in Mexico. They control 9% of all passenger vehicles sold in Mexico. Four years ago, there were none. That's pretty quick. And of course, some of these companies are those that you've heard of before, like BYD. Build your dreams. They're the ones who told us we could have electric buses right here in Indianapolis for this very, very ridiculous, nonsensical idea that was once uh, put together called the Red Line. It looks like the Red Line. 
That is actually our program director, David Wood, singing. Super. Every, every time you see him, he was wearing a sweater yesterday, like, like, a, like a cardigan, and he sang that. It's, ve- it's very odd. Um, the buses done, didn't work. The red line doesn't work. And the blue line won't work. And the purple line won't work. But it doesn't stop Indianapolis from hating the people of Indianapolis and moving forward on these concepts. The ideology is so great that the reality doesn't matter. Indigo should, of course, be ashamed of themselves. Of course it doesn't work. They don't care. Well, we're getting paid. That's all that matters. But we, we look at China building these electric vehicles building them at low cost, and they want in on the U.S. market. You take Mexico, you're like, we're right next door, let's segue our our, our way in. The answer has to be no. No, it's bad enough that when you're dealing with uh, battery technology that you have to deal with with, uh, rare earth minerals in China at all. But you cannot allow China to have electric vehicles in the United States. You're out of your mind. The answer is no. Well, Tony, the market, no, 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 no. The market is not a suicide pact, neither is the Constitution. It's the Communist Chinese Party. The answer is no. I know it's hard to hold the line on communism, considering our college campuses are so lousy with communists. Oh, what? What, we don't, we're not allowed to say that about uh, the college campuses? Oh, no, we, we should be fully aware. You may still send your kid, and there are kid places in Indiana still worthy of sending uh, your, your kid, but, but know what's up. This isn't a new thought, people. It's been this way for years. I don't think you have to go back to Abby Hoffman to prove myself correct. You don't allow, you don't allow the barbarian in the gate, and uh, the Communist Chinese Party is the barbarian. You don't allow them to be sold in the United States, and I don't care if they like it. I do not care if they like it at all. Well, Tony, we sell a lot of cars in in China. That is absolutely true. You know what's huge in China? Buick. I don't know why. I've never understood why. It's a huge, I have nothing against the Buick brand. It's huge. But as China builds more and more vehicles, you're seeing less of, for them, foreign cars. Ford and General Motors saw China sales decrease by 20 and 33.5%. Ford saw a 33.5% drop. I have no interest in supporting China, no interest in protecting China, and I don't want to be told, well, the market says. No, it's not what the market says. If anything, the market dictates that you deal with fair players on a fair playing uh, level. Not with frauds, not with people who manipulate the yuan, not with people who try and manipulate your dollar, and certainly not with people who steal technology day in and day out. I don't have to be good and kind and decent to these people. Forget these people. They mean absolutely nothing to me. They should mean nothing to you. And the last thing in the world we have to do is play fair with them. F these people. What are we talking about? We're talking about whether or not we want uh, to ensure that what's sold in the United States is on the up and up, and nothing from the Communist Chinese Party is on the up and up. Zero. Watch for this. And watch for people who say, well, we should let them in. 
whether they be on Capitol Hill, whether they be on Wall Street. Because those people are just wrong and they should be told so in very loud voices.